0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Before we start, Milwaukee... Oh, oh Milwaukee!
1: Are you ready? It's the gods, the, drugs, the my generation, and
2: it's a... Oh, penitentiary Let's get it out. The guitar riff playing in the background ladies and gentlemen my name is PC Tunney I am your commissioner and the commissioner of
0: the United States
2: of the Americas and you're listening to the DWI podcast I can't believe I didn't say that today this is a different kind of intro but joining me as always the other half of the world's greatest tag team never the inebriator in the air of awesome if you will it's TPP
0: I could have just said you know Ladies and gentlemen, Podcast Degenerates, welcome to episode 188 of the DWI Podcast, and then there you go. Everybody would have known where we are, and what we're doing, and who we're with, and that's, of course, Asa Mitchell, who's getting attacked by dogs,
2: His intro. speak. His intro for you is my intro for you. He's eating nachos. Okay, we'll have to get back to him later. As we said, we'll, we'll, we'll give you the applause anyway. Good
0: job with the nachos, buddy. Yeah. As we said pre-podcast beginning, it's going to be a riveting podcast audio listening to you chomp your damn tortilla chips.
2: Smack them One more for good so measure. You know. There it is. There it is. <laughs>
0: bueno. There are uh, problems <laughs> everywhere. So what's, what's on those nachos then? You got, you got uh, cheese... Got some jalapenos on there.
1: Nope, no, nope, nope, nope. Uh, I got the uh, verde hot sauce. I got some katya cheese. Uh, the I got chicken. It's chicken nachos. There you go. Um, uh, some uh, lettuce, uh, some uh, pico, and uh, like some corn. Oh, sounds good. Corn. All right. That's oh, interesting. Yeah. I approve. Why is that interesting? You judging me? I think he is. If always.
0: Why, why wouldn't I?
1: It's some elote. Elote. That's yeah, it's some f- street corn. Yeah. yeah, I can make up. You would no. You you're know? not. You're not culturally vibrant as I am.
0: <clears throat> yeah. 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 yeah, you're a fas- you're a fastizio. See, I can make up words too.
1: fellatio well, that one's already in the dictionary. Ladies and gentlemen, now that you've been informed on
2: what Aesop Mitchell is currently chomping on, DP, let's inform hey. them what we're going to be talking about on the show this week. Well, well we're waiting well, the big Show Sheet. And then keep on sheet. coming. Look at that, a new Big Show Sheet intro there. Loving it. Hold on, DP. Give yourself the old Barry Horowitz pat on the back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this week we need to talk about what I just saw on a video that Aesop Mitchell sent to me over the weekend. We're going to get to that right away on this podcast. We're also going to get Aesop's thoughts on All Elite Wrestling since he wasn't with us last week. Uh, Talk about what he's looking forward to checking out with them and who he's looking forward to seeing possibly in an AEW ring. We have... Three topics from Raw, two topics from SmackDown, and a last call. We're going to get back to the NFL, and we're going to pick those big conference championship games for this Sunday. DPP, ring the bell. Good God, Aesop. I mean, that's what I thought when I seen this clip, man. You, uh, I mean, damn if you're not entertaining the fans out there at
1: RCCW. I kidnapped someone.
2: <laughs> well, that happened too. Okay, so you had to let the... I, I was just saying this is a very entertaining thing that you got going on. And and every time you get the ring, I see you do something that's very entertaining. And you put it all on the line for the fans. But yes, to get back to the match, it was a last man standing match in which you lost and you turned it into a kidnapping.
1: Go. Yeah, I kidnapped Maru. It was awesome. I put him into a little white van and it drove off into the night it was great we added to the the mysteries of lacrosse you know like how people just randomly disappear once they jump into the river that's because they're dead so is i don't know if maru is dead are you hiding him in the bluffs definitely is, i didn't do anything I, I conveniently put him into a white van that may or may not have been driven by someone that I know, and uh, and that's all I know. So when when people ask me what happened, I just say something happened, and that's that's all that needs to be said about that. All right, the best well- thing the best thing ever was like the little seven year old boy that was like. He just put him into a freaking van. <laughs> That's a pop right there. Well, before we
2: get any further and we'll get right back to it. Tell everybody, I believe it's on your Facebook that they can go to and watch the video of uh, you know, of real uh, the ending of the match and what all went
1: down after the match, correct? Of a legal kidnapping. Oh, is a yeah. wrestling kidnapping. Yes. Find find me Facebook. On- Facebook A S O P Mitchell A E S O P. Find me on Twitter at the underscore fabled underscore one all in words, and find me on Instagram at the Cream City Traveler. That's me. I would think at this
0: point you wouldn't want people to find you after a kidnapping. You know, you probably they didn't say you
1: like didn't I say find said, Maru. It, it was just convenient. It was a convenient <laughs> kidnapping.
0: Okay. No. So you so the doors opened to go outside the uh, arena there where you were, and you had no idea that there was going to be a white van sitting there with its uh, trunk open.
1: It just I, I so thought, happens. I thought I was being very nice instead of throwing him onto the floor like the the hard concrete or cement like floor of the parking lot. I threw him into a soft Dodge Caravan.
0: So, for all you know, they could have went for ice cream.
1: Yeah. Happy birthday.
0: Yeah.
1: Was it his birthday,
0: too? How I could you? Know.
1: You kidnapped him on his birthday? Well, That's how you take him to ice cream. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> know. Your Honor, it was an ice cream kidnapping. I'm ser- serious. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He's still know. making his child support payments, so we know he's alive. Hey, you know that. Someone's making his child support payments, so he's alive. There you go. All right, all right. you told you told me. So, how, how are you feeling after the thumbtacks? By the way, uh, my back itches a lot. <laughs> how long does it like, take for all, that to stop bleeding? All scabbed, it's all scabbed over in dried blood, so it just Ugh. it it hurts. I mean, how long does I that t- take to stop bleeding? Uh, not, not too long. I, you, know, you put a little bit of lotion on it and, or you make someone else Delusion. put some lotion on it because I got that type of pool. Hey, <laughs> so can I, uh, who helped you, t- who helped you take the thumbtacks out of your back after the match? Uh, everyone downstairs. There were a lot of thumbtacks that were, uh, in lodged in my posterior and, uh, I could not reach most of them. So, did, did you get yeah, a count? What did you get a count on how many were stuck in you? Uh, I threw out 1200 thumbtacks, and I want to say there was a good 70 stuck in my back.
2: <laughs> That's fun. That's fun. Any, any, uh, any punctures in the feet from stepping on
1: them? No, no, no thank God, no. Thank God. Some in right. the ass though. That's, yeah, well,
2: that's yeah. yeah. Yeah, that. You'd have that to. You'd have there. to assume that might happen. Um.
1: Wasn't my choice. No. I was going to throw him in there. So, but I still kidnapped. I mean, conveniently I placed him into a Dodge Caravan. Well, folks, if you're not paying
2: attention to RCCW, you should be, at least for Aesop Mitchell's sake. He is uh, one entertaining fellow out there. You said you had a busy weekend. I'm assuming you were in action elsewhere as well, in addition to? Uh,
1: well, not with uh, lacrosse. I actually worked a lot at the comedy club, comedy sports. So I did some remote shows. We did one for the uh, o Bakery uh, uh, the ones that make all the famous Wisconsin Kringles. So yeah. I got I got paid not only in cash but also in Danish Kringles as well, which was freaking awesome. Did you yeah. get to throw any
0: Kringles in people's faces?
1: Uh, well, I don't think they really care, considering they make it every day. So they're happy when I just get to take some away from them. Uh-huh. I'm sure say- half of their diet is like Danishes. Place I used to work for, we handled their account,
2: and we'd all get a Kringle, like the day yeah, the day before yeah, Christmas Eve. Yeah.
1: I got I got a cherry and a cinnamon one. I was special, like the cheesecake Kringle.
2: DB <laughs> favorite Kringle? Oh, wait, none. There's no, no. no. I
1: got don't need Kringle. Sorry, right. you bastard! What a crank! What a Kringle crank! If, if you see a white Dodge Caravan pull up to your house, probably put yourself in the trunk.
0: I'll uh, see what's going on. Just don't put any Kringle in there. No <laughs> <I'm> promises. <right. laughs> no promises.
2: All right, so what's coming up on the schedule for you uh, in the following weekends here?
1: Uh, ICW this Sunday, the 20th, uh, at the La Pica Lounge. Uh, next week I'm back with our CCW this time, not in lacrosse. I am in Winona at the, uh, Ooh, what the heck was it? Black horse bar and grill. Uh, and then coming up, I have to look at my book. I got a lot of dates coming up, uh, for a lot of promotions. WPW Zawa ACW. Uh, it's going to be a wild time. That's excellent.
2: It's good to be busy. Are you going to be able to perform any comedy anytime soon, or was that probably the last time for a little while?
1: Oh, no, no. no. I got uh, I got remote shows uh, Friday, Saturday, and next Thursday. So I won't be in-house at all, uh, but I will be around and about Wisconsin. So you might see me somewhere.
2: Oh, busy man entertaining the people. Uh, we appreciate it. So one more time, just tell them where they can find all that information. Aesop Mitchell.
1: Uh, Aesop Mitchell, A-E-S-O-P on Facebook. Uh, also Twitter, the underscore, fabled underscore one, all in words. And on Instagram, the Cream City Traveler. And go look up Comedy Sports Milwaukee, C-S-Z-M-K-E. Uh, come see a show. It's one of the top places. I, I recommend one of the top places things you do while you're in the, the Milwaukee area. It's something that you... I uh, haven't seen before. A lot of fun. Love it. Love it. All right, let's
2: change gears a little bit here. Woo! Oh, I just like that Ric Flair transitional sound right there. Um, DP and I talked about All Elite Wrestling last week. Tell me what uh, what your excitement level is for All Elite Wrestling, who you may be excited to see come into All Elite Wrestling, and what you think about what they're doing as far as insurance for wrestlers, you know, better pay for the women, uh, less travel, things of that nature as a brand?
1: Uh, Well, you know, All Elite is going to be something that we've never seen before. It's, it's, uh, you know, really something run by wrestlers. Uh, You know, and we kind of got a small taste of that uh, with uh, what Cody Rhodes did last year. But... Now it, this is going to be a a full blown thing, and we're going to see you know how they treat it and how the networks are going to treat it too. Because I, I think they uh, one of their bigger funders is of TNT, right, or TBS, something like that. So yeah, it's we, looking uh, like it.
2: They're hoping to go to Tuesday nights, and I they
1: know they've trademarked Tuesday Night Dynamite. So yeah, so I mean, this is going to be something different. Um, I think like almost immediately, this puts them ahead of, of Ring of Honor as being the secondary uh, wrestling promotion in the country, and that's that's wild to think. Because Ring funny. of Honor has done such a great job, but you know, Ring of Honor has never pushed itself to be a top dog contender, and I, I think this is something that uh, separates all elite. From, you know, Ring of Honor, uh, Impact, Lucha Underground, what have you. Well, the other big link that they're making right now,
2: too, is in the reason everybody thinks Kenny Omega's going to All Elite. And your thoughts on this is Ring of Honor's kind of getting left out in the cold because it it sounds like New Japan's looking to look forward to working with All Elite more than Ring of Honor, especially since the guys that mainly have
1: been working with them are doing All Elite. Well, you know, New Japan is getting a huge uh, as having a huge exodus of talent. Uh, and I, you know, we're not quite sure what that means. Who's going to go to WWE. Who's going to go to all elite wrestling. Uh, yeah. And maybe some go to like ring of honor impact. Who knows? Um, but, you know, we know that all elite has, is making itself a contender. It's making itself a threat. And this is definitely making the WWE shake a little bit yeah i think this is cause for concern
0: so <clears throat> we're talking about all these different people that might be going here and there i mean obviously when contracts are up i'm sure they'll be looking at some of the WWE guys but can you, you what do you think of you know that might be people that they're kind of eyeing that you think would go to that would be willing to go to all Elite and help this startup. Uh
1: the one that kind of intrigues me the most I think is uh Shane Strickland. Uh guy used to be one of one of the guys out of Lucha Underground known as Killshot. I've had the pleasure of meeting him on a couple of occasions. He is one of my favorite workers out there. I love watching him it, I just love him for his entrance music coming off Shaka Khan. Uh, that <laughs> that right there is enough to like uh, to like a lot. Um, I, I think you're going to see a lot of guys come out of the impact area uh, because in impact Underground because they did just release uh, a fair amount of talent as well. Um, I, I think another one that you could possibly see is Sammy Callahan. Uh, I don't know what his contract situation is. But I have a feeling that him in All Elite would be a huge get and uh, he would thrive very well. I I can't really speak too much to the WWE talent. You know, guys, the lower card guys that get released, they need to find their footing again. Um, More often than not, they, they don't just leave and become top dogs. They they kind of make small appearances, then they make uh, a small another small appearance, sample sized in whichever company they lean into becoming. Um, I think you could see some guys out of the European circuit. Uh, you know, they I would assume that they have a pretty good relationship. Uh, the guys running uh, all leads so of Cody Young Bucks with like Will Osprey. Um, I, I don't know. Again, his contract status, but I feel have a feeling that, that there is going to be a lot of hype coming out of there, uh, and it, yeah, it, it's just it, it really is a grab bag. It's a mystery altogether because you know I me personally I don't really follow contracts like that. Um, it, you know, notably we get a lot of those out of WWE elsewhere. You know, it, again, I I don't hear too many, so you're going to see a lot of dudes that, uh, you know, they're going to be surprising once they do sign, and I don't know how hidden all elite wrestling is going to be because AEW could really keep all that stuff under wraps until, uh, you know, it gets closer to showtime, yeah, you because know, they're going to sell out that first show, whether they show the entire card or not well wouldn't that be something smart to do
2: as well keep it quiet on who's actually signing or going to sign and you know have closed door deals that you don't reveal anything that way you can kind of
0: have a what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health Shop now at Hero.co.
2: Prize every week for at least the first five six weeks. Right, you can slowly reveal your roster over a month month and a half.
1: Well, look at who they they gave just enough of a uh, of a t- taste test on who's uh, who's going to be part of the first show by their uh, their press conference, uh, and, and I believe they pretty much gave their main event away with uh, Pac and hangman page that, that that to me feels like that's going to be their main event or at least their heavyweight title match uh you know the young bucks will be involved you know uh cody rhodes will be involved you know chris jericho will be involved uh you know that's that's a solid get right there so you know whether they want to uh, i think they keep their those guys's opponents hidden and uh you know, and then even just some full matches hidden uh, because you know it's not going to be a five-card show; it's going to be an event.
2: Yeah, that could definitely see that being probably eight or nine matches over three or four hours. So
1: it's just the same thing that All In was, uh, and, and I bet you they do something like that too—maybe a battle royal uh, just to kind of show, like, look, look who we have. Look at these guys. So, last last thing, and I think this is perfect
2: way to do this to end all elite wrestling talk before we move on to uh, Raw and SmackDown. <clears throat> it's time for another edition right here because I, I only want yes or no answers here, folks. That's that's there's plenty going to be plenty to talk about here or nothing to talk about it at all. But right now, it's time for another edition of.
0: Yeah, well, you know that's just like uh, your opinion, man.
2: Rumors. Are surfacing that all elite wrestling has reached out to CM Punk, whether or not it's to wrestle or to be a part of the broadcast team. Do you think we will see CM Punk in all elite wrestling? DP,
1: yeah,
0: brother. Aesop
2: Mitchell,
1: I don't have a sound drop.
0: <laughs> that's why, that's why uh, I'm the architect, brother.
1: You set me up to fail, damn it!
0: What would you like? What would you like? Eh? No!
1: Yes! Well, no? do you have? Sweet! Do you have a why? Because that's what I, that would be my answer.
0: I have a why. I have a. I have a who.
1: Why? Who? 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 Who?
2: Who? 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 Who?
1: Who? Who? Who?
2: That's my answer. Yeah, that's been another edition of. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh your opinion, man. <laughs> Let's slide it on over. The WWE.
1: Into my DM!
2: Yes,
0: sir, we
1: promised you a great ready classy, the maker
0: of chemical. Andre, the giant. China- WrestleMania! Everyone, Everyone has a good oh, Ladies and gentlemen, in
2: Let's start it off with Raw, because that's how the week began, Monday night. And on a moment of bliss with Paul Heyman, which was one of the weirdest things I've seen in a while, because that little weird dude from Heavy Machinery came out, and he had a couple of nice interesting spots this week. That dude is fucking hilarious, Uh. in my opinion. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) we were revealed, and I hope you both have seen them, uh, the women's tag team titles. I I thought they looked pretty good. What what did you guys think aesthetically of of the belts?
1: They were both. I can dig it. Just, em. just uh, another piece of metal in the already large scrapyard of WWE title. Well, well, here's what I liked about
0: them it's the fact that there's one set of tag team titles for the women.
2: For how long? Yeah, but maybe well, this leads to more things being combined. Why not make exactly. one tag? Make, tag te- make the whole tag team division for both sides because they ain't doing shit on Raw.
1: That's for how long? For. They they oh, they're gonna leave those things forever. You honestly don't expect to see any type of change with those rock tag belts until uh, SmackDown's on Fox, I think. But that's a whole other subject. It's a, it is a yeah. It is a whole it's a great story.
0: opportunity to have. I'm going I'm looking forward to that match. The well, six women tags. That's my next the question. Elimination that- chamber.
2: That's my next question that you brought up right there, and, and DP, go ahead. You, uh, what do you think of, of them using that as the way to give up the first winner of the titles? And from what I'm hearing is Sasha and Bailey, Tamina and Naya, uh, Mandy and Sonya, the Iconics, possibly Trish and Lita, maybe hold Trish and Lita off for a WrestleMania match for, for those tag titles. But uh, uh, what are your thoughts on the use of Elimination Chamber there?
0: I like that. It's it's definitely something unique and, and different that they haven't done. They haven't done a tag team elimination chamber match yet, and it's a great spot to introduce those titles. And, and it's a great opportunity for the women to have that as as the first match for a tag team ever. So it's it's great that they're doing that, and I think it's going to be really awesome. They're you know I, they seem to be lining it up for Bailey and Sasha to win these since they've been the ones talking about it forever, but. You know, they could pull something out and have, you know, obviously they like to do that where they just have somebody else win it that you wouldn't expect, like having the Iconics win it or something. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun,
1: ASAP. I, uh, I think it will be fun uh, because actually I think I thought that match last, was that last year that they did the uh, the tag team titles in the elimination chamber. I, I did thought they do it? I thought that. they didn't do it before. Now, well, yeah, I believe they did, because uh, oh, it seems I remember them doing it with the Usos, uh, unless I'm wrong. But um, I, I, I think, without a shadow of a doubt, this goes to someone on the Raw brand. I don't see them giving, uh, giving them to it, the SmackDown team, regardless of if they deserve it or not. Uh, Iconics I, I maybe. Do f-
2: what? The Iconics mean- need it? They could be the only way to get
1: them fully over, and you know they can talk. Well, they just certainly can't out, They just jobbed out to Lynch and Oscar uh, uh, this past week on SmackDown. I don't. I think they're they're nothing. They they are just another NXT call up bust that uh, has no weight behind them at all. Um, I I do think that it might be Jackson Tamina. Uh, because, you know, what's better than the ba- than the babyface chasing the heels? And that creates a little bit of tension. Um, but, you know, that's something that we need to wait to be seen. I-, I don't think they'll put Trish or Lita in because it was revealed that it's going to be three Raw teams, three SmackDown teams. And if you want to have Trish and Lita be a team SmackDown, my god. I- it's it's just wash and repeat again for them.
2: Well, I feel like they'll probably be in a match for that them titles at WrestleMania just to boost the card. You know how they like <laughs> that, to that makes more sense than, than anything. Let's move on to uh, another title, the Intercontinental Title, and my question I posed this uh, talking with Christopher Platt and Andrew Blaz on Potter's War. Is this or is this not the most prestigious and biggest title win of Bobby Lashley's professional wrestling career? Aesop.
1: uh, Sorry, I'm busy uh, throwing up uh, Bobby Lashley being shoved down my throat. Uh, So... That aside though. Uh, that aside, though,
2: this is the biggest deal. he This is the biggest belt as far as a big deal is concerned that he's ever won, right? this This means more than any other title he's held previously,
1: correct? The title itself means more, But I do feel that him winning the impact belt uh, had a bigger feel to it. if that makes any sense. I, yeah. I, I don't I, I think him going over for the belt in a Huge feud between Rollins and Ambrose. He was the the third wheel of the bunch that just so happened to come out on top. I, I don't you feel like they were just trying to get the
2: Intercontinental Belt away from that feud and let these guys go ahead and just you know, they'll probably have a singles match at Elimination Chamber. I don't see them, you know, unless Rollins uh, wins the Royal
1: Rumble. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It that's could be for that spot at Elimination but Chamber, right? But but that's also to me you know, like one of the big talking points after the match is, is Rollins and Ambrose didn't win it. Well, guess what? We're talking about Rollins, we're talking about Ambrose, and we're not talking about the Intercontinental Belt. You know that that kind uh, kind of becomes second fiddle to something that should be the top story.
2: So where do you go with that belt now, D- DP? What are your thoughts? Do you have a contender in mind? Who would you like to see Bobby Lashley face? I mean I, I have a I have somebody in my mind that that's that should be returning soon
0: oh well I, 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 the first guy that comes to mind is Elias because they just got done with that feud and now there's a title involved so they can go right back to it and have them feud again over the title but I I guess I don't have anybody in mind I, I was kind of surprised that he won it but I, under, I I get it when you guys are talking about it because it frees up Ambrose and Rollins to both contend for the heavyweight title. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I got nobody in mind, but PC Tunney, I believe you do.
2: That just popped into my head, too. You know, they're talking about who's Brock going to drop the title to at Mania. Why not a triple threat between Rollins, Ambrose, and Lesnar? And that's how Lesnar actually loses, because it's two other guys. Good way to keep him clean. Um, My thought was maybe a returning Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn to, to feud with Bobby Lashley here moving into WrestleMania.
1: No. Oh, God. Wait, That's... Argu- it arguably was one of the worst feuds of 2018 was Sami Zayn, Bobby Lashley. I'm just just saying. I, uh, They have changed up the narrative between the guys, so maybe you know things can be different. Personally, the first thing that came to mind was uh, Elias as well. Um, so, you know, another thing that I could see is them giving a... Uh, a big sort of shot to one of the NXT guys that got called up. I, I don't know which who exactly got brought up that is well, on uh, on Raw, but you know, that, that could be something of note as well. The problem with the
2: call-ups, I mean, maybe EC3, that would be an easy transition. That'd right? be the
1: only one. Um, they, they had some decent matches in, in Impact. So you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Uh, but the problem here, let's talk about this.
2: Lars Sullivan, what, what's going on there? Apparently he had a panic attack and now the push that they were going to set up to have a program with him and Cena is no longer going on or, or we just don't know about it yet. And they're waiting to see, uh, I mean, uh, am I missing anything? Have you heard
1: anything about this Lars Sullivan situation? Uh, I mean, some guys just can't cut it out being in front of those big crowds and, uh, you know, especially going up against John Cena-Layfield. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that. I'm that just was saying, awesome. tell me that hair doesn't remind you of oh, yeah. Bradshaw. That First hair is ridiculous. You can't see me. Uh, you know, it, I, it, it they really hyped up larger Sullivan, and he was not working huge crowds. You know, maybe a takeover here and there against you know guys that he had the opportunity to really work with for him to get uh, Cena, who is kind of present. You know what I mean? That's a that's a huge get, and some guys just can't handle that type of emotional uh, moment. So you know, it's, they really. They really pushed them hard, and this is now uh, you know potentially a bust on the NXT side that is for once not WWE's fault.
0: Well, hopefully we still get it, and I think we will. I, I imagine we'll see him come out at the Royal Rumble as one of the entrants when John Cena's in there or something, and he'll you know they'll do a standoff or whatever, and see how the crowd reacts, and that'll be our kind of roll through it's on the road to WrestleMania for Cena, that'll keep him around because I'm sure he'll be around the whole the whole time now until WrestleMania is over. JCL
1: so, has a nice ring to it. JCL, yeah, Cena Layfield.
2: There you go. JBL and JCL. I like it. Ring the bell. <laughs> Let's talk about another call up. And and I and I feel like they haven't come.
1: Cena. If he's me. <laughs> That's excellent. Oh, I love it. I love Never it. give up or back down.
2: <laughs> love it. It's a new it's a new classic created right here on the DWI podcast. Main author Aesop Mitchell right there. Wonderfully done. Ha ha! Rich McMahon, I love it. Let's get let's get Layfield back in here. Um uh, Damn it, now I forgot where I was going, you fuckers. God damn You're way it, too entertaining. It, <laughs> yeah, I got nothing now. Let's slide it on to the last topic. Into my DM! I waited for you on that one. You're a little slow. Uh, <laughs> and coming off of a surprise appearance at NXT UK, Blackpool, which, by the way, folks, was phenomenal. Uh, I, en- I really enjoyed three of the matches. I-, I thought that the women's match was a disappointment, and I, and I don't like to come on and, and- Bag on the women or the men, but I gotta tell it like it is. I thought Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm kind of disappointed. I think Rhea Ripley, the first time I actually seen her, has an amazing look, and she would totally get over on the main roster. But I feel like both of them, while they have the potential, still need to, you know, do a little bit more work in the ring. I thought the match was was subpar. So you guys can let me know next week. I know you both plan on watching the special. I thought that the tag match was absolutely phenomenal. And that the championship match w- was was solid, and and, and Walter showing up at, at the end. I don't know if you guys have read the spoilers or not. Sorry, I just spoiled it for you guys. Oh. Oh. Boo! <laughs> Boo! I, I know. I, I'm Boo! sure Aesop knows. I don't know if DP read them or not yet, but
1: the uh, categories. Boo! <laughs>
0: God
1: damn it!
2: But the big surprise of the weekend was the fact that. Uh, Finn Balor showed up, A- and uh, that's how I want to transition into what happened on Monday night. Uh, Finn Balor actually is going to be replacing Braun Strowman for the Universal title at the Royal Rumble. Now, I'm sure that anybody who knows Vince McMahon, has followed WWE, and knows anything about wrestling whatsoever is pretty darn sure that there's no way Finn Balor's is going over here. Uh, I know that Brock Lesnar likes to be in matches with guys of this nature, such as Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, because he feels like he has his best matches with these kind of guys. And who doesn't? But Aesop, were you surprised that they decided to go with Finn Balor for this title? And does he have any chance at all to, you know, maybe the demon slays the beast?
1: Uh, quickly uh, backtracking uh, the Tony Storm, Rhea Ripley match. I watched their initial contest uh, for the titles, which was awesome. Don't forget, Tony Storm has a lot going on in her life with her leaked photos and videos. So you know, she, they obviously had to do something about that and uh, had to. I, I think that that played a huge factor into that. Uh, so and you we're not forward, having a good match, huh?
2: In her not having a good match,
1: yeah, and in I mean her she won the she won the title being out of it, didn't she? Well, I'm pretty I, sure she did. I, I thought Rhea Ripley won. I, I thought that's what I saw, but I maybe I'm wrong. Um, you keep but, talking and I'll look it up because I, I, like I don't know. I feel like I'm I know can't I don't know I can't I, remember. I know Tony Storm went over on her initially on one of the episodes of NXT UK. Uh, I thought at Takeover Rhea Ripley won, but. Uh, <laughs> Tony Storm defeated
0: Rhea Ripley for the title. Thank you. Thank you. Never
1: mind. Yeah, that's what I thought. God damn it. I (sighs) am wrong. Well, that's fine. You know, uh, the best (sighs) people can (sighs) admit that they're wrong at times. So I am wrong. That's what losers say. Assholes. Uh, (laughs) Now, Finn Balor. You're rarely wrong. I apologize. Continue. Finn Balor uh, getting the nod as, like, the next guy. I'm not surprised for that very reason that you said before. For Brock Lesnar needs a guy that can be a workhorse, someone that can move around the ring, get thrown around easily, because Brock Lesnar is a piece of shit. Uh, wow. So this is perfect for Brock to be Brock. And even though I will state my prediction as Finn Balor goes over, because I just want Brock Lesnar gone, we all know that will not happen. Aesop, you're talking about Brock Lesnar. No, I'm just talking about Brock Lesnar. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> I, I was just chugging. I was just chugging. DP, there is there is no enthusiasm <laughs> in my statement of Brock Lesnar. I I understand. It's it's nothing like Barack DP, no, go I ahead. I tuned out halfway through that. So that way, I I have no clue what you said. Could you play that one more time? Uh, I could. Brock Lesnar. Still completely unfazed. That was about as entertaining as a Brock Lesnar match. Vickle, Vickle. DP, let's change the subject
2: here. And ASAP, you know, chime in right after DP's thoughts. It, 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 and where are we going with Braun Strowman now, fellas?
0: Oh, boy. Because uh, hey. apparently Waitin Vince didn't to lose
2: to Brock Lesnar again. I, I don't know. Do you think he's ever going to get the title?
0: I just, I don't know. I mean. Does he win the Rumble? This, this, was this? I think maybe he wins the Rumble. I mean, I, I don't know. He might not be
2: at the Rumble. I heard he hasn't even cleared to go yet.
0: And, and I, maybe that's part of it. You know, but I just, I don't know. Does it seem like they're maybe, I, I can't figure out what they're what they're doing with him because it finally seemed like this was going to be the time they're going to give him the title and give him that push. And now they're taking it away again. And, you know, I don't know where they're going with him. I don't know if they're just said, okay, let's, why don't we just wait until WrestleMania because that's what we need. Maybe they're hoping that Roman Reigns was going to be healthy at this point. Maybe it can be able to come back here into WrestleMania, you know, and- and make that the match instead. You know, I just I don't understand what they're doing with him. And you know, I'm, I'm maybe at this point I'm guessing it's going to be him versus Lesnar at WrestleMania instead for the title, and that's where they go. But I, I just I don't get it. I don't get what they're doing with him. He's a great act, but they just don't seem to want to pull the trigger on anything. So it's it's I, I just it's hard to tell where they're going
1: to go. Aesop, shed some light on this subject for us. Uh, you know, it wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't for the fact that they're still continuing to show Braun on every week of Raw. You know, if they, if we all know that he's hurt, we all know that he's injured, just keep him off television and use that as a building point for some type of title match. You know, the, the thing that kind of popped into my brain when it happened uh, was when our truth and Carmella got their 30th entrance spots. You know, R-Truth at number 30, bing, bong, bing, bong, bing, bong, bing. Oh, shit, it's just our truth No one gives a damn. Uh, Braun Strowman calls us out. They pull, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's the Curtis Axel moment on him? Chuck's our truth off the damn stage. He comes in Rex's house. Everyone goes ape shit because it's Braun Strowman. You know what I mean? They leave him off television for, what, a month and a half or two months, or however you know, long that was. And he gets well-rested. And then he actually doesn't even have to appear until WrestleMania, so they could just uh, continue to nurse him even more. Uh, it, it, it makes no sense. I don't know why he's on uh, you know, Raw every freaking week, dumping some other automobile. Uh, you know, because that's the only thing he's good for I nowadays. Enjoyed,
2: did we enjoy the limo segment? I enjoyed it. I, it brought me back to the Attitude Era, where Steve Austin used to just destroy everything of Vince McClendon's.
1: <laughs> but we've already seen it with Braun. We've seen it a hundred times. He's done the ambulance. He's I done. Slowed down, I slow down every time to truck. see what the accident looks like on the freeway. Uh, I'm sorry. He, he shouldn't have been on TV at all.
2: Well, let me just backtrack a little bit. You brought up our truth and Carmela, and I'm so glad you did, because it's time for a dance break.
1: Why? <laughs> it's time for a nacho break.
2: Oh, you talk about nacho break. Hey, DP, Switch. let's play What You Drinking and Eating.
0: What You Eating and Drinking.
1: nacho... Yeah.
0: Man. Eat
2: it in, man. Chop it down, man.
0: I'm hungry. Fuck you. I'm eating nachos. But
2: chicken,
1: my nachos.
2: Yay. Aesop, what you eating tonight?
1: Nachos.
2: Well, tell everybody what are on those nachos, because I'm not going to recut in what you told us before we started the podcast.
1: It's na- nachos. It's chicken nachos with uh, cotia cheese and pico de gallo and uh, corn, Ilote corn, some street corn. And you got some um, hot sauce on
2: there? Huh? You got some spicy sauce on there? Salsa. Oh, yeah, that's right.
1: Some... A verde sauce, so a nice, nice green one. And uh, in honor of Christopher Platt, I'm drinking an aloe vera drink. <laughs>
0: there
2: you go. Well, in honor of Christopher Platt, I'm having an IPA right now. It's not the IPA that I want to talk about, though, folks. Hop Slam from Bell's Brewing Company is out. It is one of the most popular ipas it's a double it's ten percent it comes in a little green case and you can also get a mini keg of it i picked up a couple six packs today i'm going to go back and get a mini keg tomorrow it is by far one of the best ipas you can have it is out we'll get yours now while supplies last as it is a seasonal ipa hop slam from bells baby go get yours DJ. can we get a
1: can we get a what why all right Yes! I didn't hear any. Of that. Yes! I didn't hear any of that. What? Did you hear me, DP? I
0: did. I
1: did. Uh, that's all that matters. Uh, well. Asshole.
2: Well, I just meant we're both recording, so if you Hi. can hear it, then I can hear it. You didn't hear what I said? It, it's a hop slam. It's a it's a IPA beer. It's a seasonal one. It's it's very popular. You could almost call it pop slam. Um And, and yeah, that's what I was drinking, DP. You're, I, it doesn't look like you're drinking tonight. I don't have to work tomorrow. Uh, Aesop is drinking is non alcoholic aloe vera and he's got nachos. He's playing what you eating. Uh, what were you drinking on Saturday? We had we had quite the time Saturday. <laughs> you were loose as a goose, having having a blast, besting with the bartenders. Uh, we had a we had a phenomenal time. Uh, what were you drinking on
0: Saturday? Well, I was drinking what I always drink. That's the old Captain and Coke. Uh, it was a fantastic night. First yeah. time I got to actually go and drink since I've been sick with uh, bronchitis since Christmas. So. I haven't really done any drinking since then, and it was nice to uh, actually get out. Didn't have to drive, so I got to uh, just relax and get nice and toasty.
2: Yeah, we were at the local Milwaukee Bar the Bosch. Shout out to the Bosch. Great food, great drinks, great bartenders. Uh, BJ was our bartender. I saw Dan on his way out, bartender. Uh, Jess, Jess came over and said hi, one of the server slash bartenders. So stopping over there, great bar, great food, great drinks, always good beers on tap. And a nice uh, stiff drink. I think that kind of rhymes a little bit. So that's another edition of What You Drinking. Before we slide it on over to the SmackDown side.
1: DMs.
2: <laughs> there it is. The guy's on top of his, 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 uh, his gimmick here. I, I can appreciate that. Let's take a pause
1: for that cause. Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
0: Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Speaking of TheChairShot.com,
2: Aesop, I still have an untouched, unworn, unsoiled, uh, brand-new ChairShot t-shirt for you in light blue uh, sky blue if you will and oh, your head. so yeah it's been I like mean, a
1: year in the making yeah DP and I,
2: I think dp and i are gonna have to discuss what's a good weekend uh for me to get off of work uh and and us to drive out and have a, a good time out at rccw so uh, uh, oh
1: i got a better one that i will talk to you about after the show
2: understood yes sir all right. Well, maybe we'll talk about that next week or to come. It'll be the DWI road trip with Asad Mitchell, possibly or something of that nature. Maybe we'll do both. Well, maybe we'll do that. What you're going to tell us about, and and we'll have. We got to do an RCCW show. Uh, I've heard way too much about it and know way too many people that are out there actually doing their thing, as well as uh, you know to, to maybe possibly take the trip with you as well. So
0: I don't know where was it going with that.
2: Last call.
0: Go to SmackDown.
2: No, we're on SmackDown here, I think.
0: Oh. Oof, I,
2: had something, my bad. I had something else before that. No, I think SmackDown's going to be real quick here. Rey Mysterio and Andrade, the newly, I, they just call them Andrade. I don't know if you guys watch SmackDown or not, but it seems like yeah. that's what name he's going by. They had a—they an, had another phenomenal match. This one even better than the last one, and I know a lot of people are raving about it. It, it, it gave them a lot of time. DP, I know you watched the match. Your, your overall thoughts there?
0: Yeah, it was great. I mean, it was it was classic cruiserweight type of match. You know, you know, very lot of mat wrestling, a lot of flips and and stuff like that, and near falls and a lot of roll ups. And they did some pretty cool stuff. A Couple things I've never seen before: uh, Mysterio doing that uh,
2: crucifix bomb,
0: that crucifix bomb, which was pretty cool. And uh, you know, I know they they kind of did a few of the same moves they did the last time, and and they got called out on it by Corey Graves, but that's okay. You know, it's it's expected. And uh, just overall, I mean, it was. I believe it went at least two. It went two segments, and it was just a phenomenal match. They had the crowd into it the whole time. Every time it was on, they they were just into it, and they were I like seriously nonstop. I mean, I don't know what happened during the commercial breaks, but when it was on television, it was they were going man, and they did some cool stuff, and I love it. I I love the fact that. Andrade, I guess they're calling him now, which kind of sucks. I I wish they'd use his whole name, you know. But giving him kind of a, a big push there, that's that's a great win for him, and, and it's a great match and a great spot for him to show off what he can do.
2: Asap, uh, what's the best way they can use these guys? I mean, can can almost actually can? I just want to call him LaSombra now, but can can he actually be a main event player?
1: Well, he proved that down in and. NXT before they abruptly ended that uh, run. And, you know, then he, he had to start anew on SmackDown. And look, he's proving again why WWE signed him in the first place. Because, I mean, remember when uh, C.N. Almas was first starting NXT and everyone thought, man, this guy is kind of a stinker. Uh, you know, the minute that he got Zelina Vega, he's become a hot commodity uh, main event act. And I don't think it's changed so far uh, with him being on the main roster. Uh, He just needs to keep riding what he's doing. And uh, I think he's finally found some confidence in his matches. And, uh, you know, obviously working a fellow luchador such as Rey Mysterio, which I would assume they have some type of chemistry in the past, uh, you know, that really benefits him greatly. Yeah, it's hard not to
2: think that there's some kind of chemistry there between them that's resulted over the years. I, I love the match. I, I hope that, you know, he can he can continue to get the push. I know you mentioned Zelina Vega, and that's just a, another attribute, an asset that he can use in, in building his run here. Nice. What about Rey Mysterio? I mean, obviously he's there to make money. You know, I mean, I that's how I why I feel he's there, and and to have great matches. But I don't see him ever really being in the title picture at all. Do you guys? Maybe a one-off over the summer for a main event, something like that. But do you, you ever see him doing more than having really good matches and nice storylines to just kind of put guys over?
1: I mean, yeah. it, it's it's going to be uh, the same old, same old that we see with a lot of these older veterans. They get one last run uh you know eventually he'll get something whether it be tag picture uh, mid card belt i don't think uh he gets another heavyweight uh, or uh, wwe belt run but he- he'll get something you know before he you know hangs up his boots and walks into the sunset never to be seen again over on special occasions what happened uh, Sam Elliott just decided to come by, and I I tried to channel my inner my inner Sam Elliott. That I don't have the, I don't have a deep enough timbre to sound like him. Are you Are you watching The Range on Netflix? There, uh, uh, the Big Lebowski. Oh, okay, there
2: you go. All right. Or Roadhouse. Yeah. Whatever one works better. Roadhouse. He's also on the he's also on a show called The Range on Netflix.
1: <laughs> is Ranch. that is that Ranch.
2: the... Isn't that the one with Ashton Kutcher? Oh, yeah, the ranch. Oh, Sorry, the ranch.
1: My, my bad. Right. Yes,
2: it is. It's pretty good.
1: But it's Ashton Kutcher.
2: Yeah, he plays a dumbass, so it's okay. He plays a, so, the he, same he character. Plays Kelso again. He
0: plays the same
2: Ashton Ashton Kutcher that he's yeah. always played. Right, gotcha. only they Ashton swear Kutcher. they're on a ranch because Hyde's on the show, too, from that 70s show. No, not right? anymore. There you go. No, yeah, he's dead.
1: Apparently. Asshat Kutcher. Got gotcha. you. He's dead? Well, I mean, well, not, not literally. They had to write
0: him off this episode, this season, because of his uh, personal Alleg- incidents,
1: allegations. Yes, I can't keep <laughs> up with it all.
0: Yeah. Just assume everybody is, is has some kind of allegation against him, and then you'll feel better.
1: Kevin oh, Spacey. <laughs> oh,
0: Jesus, why? why? So back Wait, to Rey no,
1: Mysterio. I, yeah,
0: <laughs> I see. <laughs>
1: Hold on, I see Rey Mysterio and,
2: in here. Woo! (laughs) All right, go ahead.
0: So Rey Mysterio is just replacing Kane.
1: Uh... Now that Kane's gone.
0: He's replacing Kane. He's just going to be that guy that you can insert anywhere because he's that good. And yeah, you can give him a one-off pay-per-view title match if you need him to fill in a role. Otherwise, he's going to be in that just that mid-card level helping guys get over, putting on great matches, and just you know, just being there and being the veteran—that's that's kind of where I see him.
1: All right, but don't don't label him as the new Kane because everyone like cringe the minute that they've heard that Kane was going to be in a match. I don't feel that way with Mysterio. Mysterio can still work. Yeah,
2: I, I I agree with that. He works much better than Kane did, but Kane's character is still held true. Let me just give you my. Take on on Mysterio before we move on to our last SmackDown topic, and I'd love to see him turn heel at some point, just for himself. You know, like this is my one last chance to do this, and I'm going to do whatever it takes. And and he finally starts taking the shortcuts and this and that of that nature. And I think you could actually use him to get over a, a you know a lull in the summer pay per view, maybe against a babyface champion. Actually, not win the title, but. Challenge for the title. Have a month-long program with him being a heel. Lead up I, to it with a couple of heel tactics. I don't know, Aesop. What do you think about that? I
1: I can't, I can't even remember the last time Mysterio was a heel. Was that WCW unmasked, like, filthy animals, Mysterio? Like, was that the last time he was heel? Probably, because everything he did with
2: Eddie, Eddie was heel.
1: Jesus Christ, that would be ridiculous. I, I, was I don't them. think they they pull. I'd like to see. Uh, I, I honestly, it might be the same sort of redundant thing that Raw is doing, but I'd like to see a tag team with uh, almost uh, sort of secondary Lucha House Party deal. It just makes sense in my, uh, my in my eyes, you know. Especially considering that uh, uh, Raw or Vince McMahon loves to watch trends, repeat ideas. So let's. Let's combine the Mexicans together.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that'd be a good spot for him to do, too, just because then it keeps him out of the, you know, any type of idea for a main event picture and gives him another good, possible good team uh, in a world of crappy tag teams and and not much. I don't know. I could see Almas being the next guy to go after Rusev, though. Rusev versus Almas for the U.S. title could be a
1: lot of fun. Oh, what about a uh, WrestleMania match against the Mexicools? Both teams yes. out on their fucking lawnmowers. Yes. Super crazy. Psychosis. Juventud okay. doing coke in the back.
0: He's super. <laughs>
1: He's crazy. He's super. Cra-
2: I, no, but I was watching it. Uh, there you go. Para tu, mi gente mexicana. mexicana. Some See
1: now you want it even more. <laughs> I do.
2: I, I want it a lot. I actually was watching some old WCW the other night, and uh, it was a I think it was a steel cage match for the cruiserweight title between the aforementioned Rey Mysterio and and the Juice Ju- Juventud Guerrera. Uh, Billy Kidman defending, and that was that was a pretty damn good match. Nice. I think it was 98, 99, right in there somewhere. So let's move on. Let's get our last topic in SmackDown. Let's talk about the chemistry between Shane O'Mac and The Miz, and I'm absolutely in love with this angle. I loved it from the beginning. Shane's actually kind of been on board, and giving The Miz back to what he got in the beginning, putting him in a match uh, impromptu, you know, Miz in, in street clothes, in the suit, Against Sheamus ends up picking up the victory. Cesaro once again takes the food uh, um, spilled, the, the food bump into the cake. How did you guys like that segment? And, and how overall do you feel about the chemistry with The Miz and Shane McMahon and the rest of McMahon's? Because he's had some time with Vince McMahon as
1: well, ASAP. Why are you going to come to me for this? Dan, I have <laughs> been. DP. I've been so present every week, every time you have me on this show, about why the hell is Shane McMahon inserting himself into the main event picture? Well, it's,
2: it's perfect because everybody knows my opinion on it, so why not, you know, as I ask a loaded question, perfect. as I ask a loaded question, why don't you knock it back down and DP can find the middle to, to bring us back home?
1: It, it's not perfect. Shane McMahon has no business being as much of a wrestler as he is. He got brought back I'm to be saying. talent. It does not matter. He should not be there. But he's there. Come on. He is wrestling more than Triple H. And Triple H has more reason to be a wrestler than he does.
2: Triple H's chest is barely attached to his fucking sternum right now.
1: It doesn't matter. Even before It matters to end, him. Even before the injury, Shane McMahon still had Steph, more matches rough, than man. Triple Maybe H over the past act. year. Tell me I'm wrong. What now? I'm sorry. I
2: was making a le- lascivious comment.
1: I'm saying Triple H has had, uh, even before Triple H's injury, Shane McMahon has had more matches than him uh, over the past year. And that's ridiculous. Right, Shane McMahon Hunter's has no off. business being in the ring present as much as he does. He should be a one-time match at a pay-per-view, and hopefully it's not WrestleMania because I don't want to see it.
2: I know Shane got, br- Shane got brought back to be talent, right? He has nothing to do with anything else, but he's a talent. He shows up and he plays the role that he's supposed to play. Obviously, he has uh, unlimited access to whatever and whoever's ear, whenever he wants to put it out there. But he's not doing anything with any other angles, most likely, than than his
1: own. He shouldn't be involved in any angles. He should be the GM, which is what he was doing great. He actually was providing a great job to the writing team as well. You do not have to be a part of the goddamn show. Not to the extent that he is. He should be... Uh, Show his face every once in a while. Maybe you can make a run-in, get your ass beat for something that leads to a pay-per-view match. I don't want Shane McMahon in my fucking wrestling matches.
0: All I know is the Miz held the cake the wrong fucking way because all he did was Shane McMahon stuck his shoes in the cake. When he did the coast-to-coast,
2: that's all I know. (laughs)
0: He, put, he, put the, he held the cake the wrong way. It's supposed to go looked, into Sheamus's face.
1: More importantly, that's it looked from, like that's that's all the time he spends with that wife of his. She's got him all loopy and backwards. <laughs> Ugh. More importantly, it looked like Shane really might have hurt
2: himself there. Uh, although I haven't seen any of oh, landing on his hip or, or his bum there, his tailbone positive. He can scene.
1: go away for God's sake. All right.
2: I know ASAP wants us to keep talking about this, but I think we're gonna cut this short right here.
1: Oh. <laughs> My we'll, God, we'll just we'll just, right.
2: we'll just end it like this.
0: Thechairshot.com. Oh. Always use your head, DP.
2: It's time for last call. Last call. Alcohol.
1: What do you mean it's last call? Oh, what do you mean? And last call mean? for nachos. Oh, there you go.
0: <laughs> oh, come on. Here comes the
1: money. Here we go. <Hindi> sint-
2: <volumes> <laughs> I think he'd rather have a dance break, so let's have a dance break. Hey,
0: mm-hmm. hey,
1: all right, let's get to our will, real topic. Oh, and I'll say, and one thing I will give to Shane McMahon, he does have my favorite entrance music of all time. Sorry. There you go. Are oh, you not
2: going to play
0: it now? No. No, now that he's going to support it? But it's, it's, it's not, not fun as anymore. fun anymore. All right, fine. Then let's, like get like to, you, let's get
1: to you the you last call then. Tell the bully does like go. Okay, Fuck! <laughs>
2: Gentlemen, we are down to the conference championships for the National Football League. Lord Football is closing in on the end of its season as we approach the bowl that is super. ASAP Mitchell, you you called the possible choke
1: there by the Bears and Cody Parkey, didn't you, a couple weeks ago? Mumbling, stumbling, rumbling. I love it. Cody Parkey can't kick a field goal. And I, even though I did get the game wrong, I did call the finish to that. Uh, I, I must say, if it came down to a field goal, Cody Parkey would so God damn it. I called it. And then immediately after it happened, Cody Parkey took his hot wife down to the Caribbean.
2: Yeah, that's what millionaire athletes do. Let's... And and let me tell you, folks, if myself or DP or Aesop had had an amazing record coming into uh, this week of playoffs over the past couple weeks of playoffs, we'd talk more about that. So let's talk about the games this weekend then. We got the Rams at the Saints. The Saints are given three and a half. We got the Patriots at the Chiefs. The Chiefs are given three. Home teams are the favorites. I want to talk about the AFC championship game first. Tom Brady as an underdog. And it's kind of a a dual matchup here in, in each conference of proven versus up and coming. You know, you got Brady versus Mahomes and Goff versus Breeze. Let's talk about Brady versus Mahomes because let me tell you right now, that cold weather's coming in. It's going to be forecasted for a high of six degrees in Kansas City. EP, where where are your thoughts going into this game? Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, the almighty Patriots, the team of teams since the millennium has changed, basically, and one of the best rookie quarterbacks, if not the best rookie quarterback of all time, Patrick Mahomes. Along with not-too-shabby Andy Reid as well, if I may say so. Uh, Not-too-chubby? Not too Is that what you said? Shabby. No, he's chubby. Oh. Oh, Okay. <laughs>
0: I love him though. He's great. Kukuchu. Uh, yeah, um, two veteran court or two veteran coaches right there. But again, like you said, the almighty Patriots, and it's hard to bet against them. Like I said last week, until you actually lose a game. And this is this is going right the Patriots' way. I think with the six degrees being super cold weather. If there's any snow or anything, I mean that's going to slow down the Chiefs. They're they're a fast-paced team, very high offense, uh, but you know it's going to be tough to stop the Patriots. You saw it last week. They're just they just know how to game plan come the playoffs. So for me, it, I it's I cannot bet against the Patriots until they lose. So I'll take them straight out with the win on this one. I don't know how you feel about this, ASAP.
1: Uh, if this was going to be a fair-weathered game, I actually probably would have put my money on the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs are dynamic. You have one of the hottest quarterbacks in the league in uh, Pat Mahomes, good old Frog Voice himself. And uh, But with this cold weather being as crazy as it is, fun fact, uh, if it is going to be 6 degrees, that will be the coldest game the Patriots have ever played in. Yeah, fun fact, guys. Uh, but uh, the run running attack of the Chiefs is not there. It's not what it was because of Kareem Hunt doing Kareem Hunt things. Uh, and I, I think that the Patriots are better suited to play in that weather. So you guys are both taking the Patriots, huh? O- only if the weather is as bad as it sounds. If if it's a fair weather game, I'm taking the Chiefs. But uh, if it's the storm of the century type BS that they always bring oh, no, up, they're just they're just calling for cold Patriots. conditions.
2: They're just calling for cold conditions. So if it's under we'll if see. it's under if it's under thirty degrees, you got the Patriots
1: then.
2: Uh, I uh, I don't know. I'm gonna put you down for the Patriots.
1: Just because hey, straight out.
2: Let me tell you something right here. Let's let's get a little Stephen A. Smith, little little Max Kellerman here. Uh. The Kansas City Chiefs' running game is just as good as it was with Damien Williams before when they had Cream Hunt because they're averaging the same amount of yards per carry. Not only he just torched, he just torched him last week for 100 and some plus yards again. The Chiefs are well on their way to the Super Bowl, and in my opinion, they're the ones that are going to win the Super Bowl. Andy Reid is due. He has the team. They have the best tight end in the league. They have the most yep. explosive offensive player in Tyreek Hill. And like I said, Damian Williams has not missed a beat in that backfield. Now, if he goes down, then we might see some problems. Spencer Ware is had a hamstring problem. Darrell Williams is not as good as Damian. So that's my opinion there. That, that defense has also showed signs of, life and character. They've been a very plain and vanilla defense all year, and now they look good. I think Brady and Belichick will get outscored by Reed and Mahomes. That's my take on it. I'm going against you guys. I got the Chiefs. I'm writing it down right now. PC Chiefs.
0: Deal with it. PC Chiefs. <laughs> that's P kind Chiefs,
1: of a, Tony. That's a, that's a hypocritical statement, right? The PC Chiefs? <laughs>
0: Well <clears throat> yeah, don't think that quite works.
2: Yeah, but Chiefs Other is the PC Duraga, Chiefs. Chiefs yeah, see, see there you go. That would be that would be an oxymoron. Yeah. Okay. Let's slide it on over to the NFC conference. Yeah, yeah there it is. <laughs> I love it. I'm I'm still popping forward every time. I think <laughs> This is the more intriguing matchup to me as, as much as I love Brady versus Mahomes there. McVay and his Rams, who, who kind of have like, I feel like even though they still ended up with you know, the two seed, people feel like they fell off a little bit at the end of the year. I know they've had some injuries with Todd Gurley hasn't been 100%. Cooper Cup is out, but Jared Goff has looked good. They still have them studs on defense who looked phenomenal last week. But they got to go down to New Orleans and Drew Brees at home or in a dome. Them boys can play. I believe the key to this game has to be taking away Michael Thomas. Wouldn't
1: you guys agree? My big takeaway is uh, if Brees is back up to form. Brees was terrible last week. His throws looked bad. He did not look as crisp as he has been all year I don't know if that means he's hurt. Personally, I think he was shaking off some rust. Uh, but I, I think the key to this game is how well Breeze plays. Because if Breeze plays the way he's been playing, guess what? It don't matter how good the Rams play, Breeze will shut them down and the Saints go on to another Super Bowl. But uh, if Breeze plays the way that he did last week, well, sounds like Sean McVay is picking up that second play. Yeah, victory and heading towards the Super Bowl. Well, let's hope that Rams defense
0: figured out how to stop the Saints because about eight weeks ago, nine, whatever, week eight of the regular season, I think it was, they couldn't figure them out, and the Saints torched them even though they couldn't stop the Rams on offense. But if you're going to give up 50 points to the Saints, I don't think you're going to win a game, and and that's what we're going to have to figure out is can the Rams defense figure out how to stop Breeze and uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I like the Saints. Their their offense is just way too powerful right now. And and again, like you said, being at home in that dome, they are pretty tough to beat. And as long as they kicked off the rust that they had last week, I think they're going to be just fine. And they're we're going to see a, we're going to see another shootout. I think we'll see a lot of points in this one. But I I got the Saints. You got to stick with Breeze and, and the veteran on this.
2: Aesop, are you just trying not to make any picks this week? Because you were pretty wishy-washy on the last one. You really didn't give me a pick <laughs> on this one.
0: Neutral
1: ground, baby!
0: All right, you Swiss bitch.
1: Uh, if Cody it, Parkey if gets taking- signed
0: by the Rams... Uh, well, then, we're,
1: then everyone's doomed. <laughs> the world only has 12 years left anyways. We're all going to die if Cody Parkey uh, gets signed to another contender. Uh, I'll pick the Saints only because that's been... Uh, that's my favorite team out there, even more so than the Packers. I I, I know, I know, but uh, yeah. so I, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Saints because I love me some Drew Brees.
2: Who? Who that? Who that? Who? Who Who that? Who? Who Dead. Dead. Terrible. <laughs> All right, folks, we're coming to the end of another edition of the DWI podcast. My name is PC Tony. You can find me on the Twitter at PC Tunny. You can find this show on the Twitter at Podcast DWI. You can find us at Greatest Tag Team Never. This show is always on iTunes and on thechairshot.com. So go to thechairshot.com. Use your head. DP, where can they find you?
0: They can find me all over the worldwide interwebs that's me, DPP, on Twitter, on Instagram. You can find this show as well on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast.
2: There you go. One more time, Aesop Mitchell for everything Aesop Mitchell. And go to Aesop's Facebook and watch the clip of him in a last man standing match with Maru that led to a kidnapping. Allegedly.
1: Aesop Mitchell on Facebook. A-E-S-O-P Mitchell, also find me on Twitter at the underscore fabled underscore one, all in words, and find me on Instagram at the Cream City Traveler. I post some things on my Twitter and Instagram, but I am ever-present on my Facebook, reach out, like the page, for the love of God, Uh, just recently hit 600. I feel like I'm a damn stud, Muffin. The thin up there, eh? Sli- slide into my DMs, damn it. Damn it,
0: you sluts. I, guess. <laughs> I think that's the next Chair Shot t-shirt.
2: I think that's the name Slut of this it. podcast, just sliding into Aesop's DMs. dude. <laughs> I don't know about that,
1: dude. Well, that's just like your opinion, man.
2: Well, that's like your opinion, man. My Opinion is
1: so does rule, yeah. They do <laughs> Kenny Omega. Fuck you WWE. Well,
2: there's there's commentary for you. There you go, Billy. Well, Billy
0: K can't wrestle.
1: Billie,
2: well, neither can Peyton Royce, really, but she looks a lot better.
1: <laughs> the Velvet Undertones on that on those tights of hers that's like. Maternal swimsuit Billy k Kay wrestles in. It's, it's, it's awful. Fu- it's kind of funny
2: you brought them up because I was I equate them now to like the female version of Santino.
1: I, I bring them up God. to the female version of Billy and Chuck. Oh, there you go, DP. You got that? You got that soundbite, don't you?
0: Oh shit!
1: Come on, uh, you can do it. The female uh, version of he's Billy got it. and Chuck. You,
2: And you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as Uh,
1: D-W-W-I-E-M, bitch. You make my heart a oh. girl, please.